Now, Mr. Nixon, and welcome to Social Media Know-How, the podcast featuring the greatest minds and brands in the world of social and digital marketing. I'm Jorgen, and I'm your host, and today I'm speaking to Dave Hawley of Social Chorus, all about employee engagement, with a little help from uh, technology. But before we roll that uh, interview, let me share my tip of the week. Snapchat. Are you on it? It's the platform everybody's talking about, and it's the app that's getting huge amounts of engagement, even for brands. With over 350 million photos being shared every day, that's actually on par with Facebook, believe it or not, and rumors of a three to four billion dollar valuation, Snapchat's not going anywhere. Recently here in London, we have seen that Snapchat is uh, poaching top people from both Twitter and more recently Facebook to expand their presence here in Europe. So it's staying, it has an impact on brands. How can you get the most out of this platform? Well, we've created a downloadable ebook for brand marketers which uh, holds the tips, tricks and secrets of this destructive photo app, destructive as in the photos self-destruct. Did you know that only 1% of brands are currently using Snapchat? So I think it's time for you to join them. In this guide, you learn uh, how to use Snapchat creatively. You learn some case studies from brands using Snapchats and, and lots of tips and tricks for improving your Snapchat game. So don't wait. Just download the guide right now by going to linkhumans.com and clicking on the resources tab. So that's our website, linkhumans.com, and then click on the resources tab and you'll find the downloadable Snapchat guide right there. And of course, make sure you hit us up on Snapchat. We're linkhumans in one word. Okay, so it's time to transition to today's interview with Dave Hawley. Let's uh, hear the chorus. Right, so I'm here with Dave Hawley, who is the uh, Vice President of Marketing and Sales Development at Social Chorus. How are you doing today, Dave? Hey, good morning, and thanks for uh, for having me today, Jorgen. Yes, it's, it's early morning, you're on the, on the West Coast, and um, yeah, so I wanted to talk to you about uh, employee engagement today, and uh, I just had a quick look at your uh, your bio on LinkedIn. Um, I, I've learned that you're originally from the East Coast and you've uh, moved westward. Is that right? Yeah, you know, um, I think there's there's so much exciting uh, activity both in enterprise and and, and uh, uh, applications in general. That uh, when I came out to the to the West Coast, uh, I was very excited uh, to dive in and and see what's happening here. Um, certainly folks are aware of Silicon Valley, and now we're seeing uh, enterprise uh, software company growth here in the city of San Francisco. So continues to grow, and there's just lots of great innovation and lots of great companies to get involved in here. And uh, eventually ended up here at Social Course, uh, where, as uh, you mentioned, I'm running uh, marketing and sales development. <clears throat> it's been an exciting ride, um, and uh, I look forward to some more time here uh, with these great companies out here on the west coast of the U.S., yeah, so you're enjoying the the lifestyle out there. Is is it any different to the East Coast, or is that just a a myth? Uh, no, there's there's definitely some differences. Um, I actually felt one today, so I was uh, sort of late for the uh, for the podcast this morning. Uh, rain uh, slows everything down. We okay. don't see it a whole lot here at the West Coast, um, and the roads and the trains tend to go a lot slower. 
so a little bit of weather goes a long way here uh, in the Bay Area. Um, so yeah, that's that's definitely not a legend. That that is for sure. Uh, whereas on the East Coast, you get uh, sort of inclement weather on a regular basis. Doesn't seem to slow anybody down. Yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. things, things like that. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, well, I'm originally from Sweden, so I, I know what it's like to to carry on through through snow and rain or whatever happens. Whereas, yep, whereas here, sure. here in England, they they um, take a more of a soft approach to uh, closing schools and things. Yeah, um, and also yeah. I noticed that uh, you you have a tagline uh, on Twitter that says uh, you're on a mission to bring work to life, which I like. Can you uh, can you clarify what that means? Yeah, for sure. And and you know one of the key things that we look at at Social Chorus is how can we get better information to employees? How can we allow employees? And, and the enterprises they work for to better connect. Uh, one of the one of the problems that we've noticed, and and we we're we're solving for large enterprise customers. That you know, you no, know, everyone would agree that employees are your greatest assets, but it's difficult for them to keep up with the amount of content. Um, it's they're they're largely not engaged with the enterprise mission, values, and priorities. Um, lots of research out there on that topic, and they certainly generally are not empowered to represent. Uh, advocate or refer for the enterprise, and and that costs the enterprise billions. Um, you know, the good news is the mobile has changed how we live. Right, your personal life. You have a smartphone. You'll get your news, your recommendations, your files, your social networks, your apps. Uh, you can organize those in a way that you can see the signals from the noise. And it's very easy uh, for the average person with a smartphone is using them to go ahead and say, these are the things that are important to me and I, and I want to stay focused on in my life. Your enterprise life does not do that for you. Uh, company updates, access to people who have the information, getting to files, uh, getting your business apps, all tr- happens really on the, de- on the desktop across a, s- a series of different applications. It's not easy to find what you're looking for. Uh, it's not easy um, to surface the signals from the noise. And, and so that's really what we do with Social Force. We build a, a mobile employee engagement applications that allow you to connect what's happening in the company, the people, the values, the experiences, um, to be more engaged with relevant content uh, and projects uh, at your work life, and to help you, help you as an individual grow as an employee, which, of course, has a myriad of benefits for the enterprise itself. Uh, and so that's how we think about it, bringing work uh, to life. Excellent. And your role is uh, to drive both the marketing and sales development. So that's, uh, that's a tall order for you, Dave. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> yeah. So for, uh, well, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's uh, both uh, marketing and, and for us, sales development is very much um, identifying and working with uh, organizations and people, mostly communications, uh, marketing leaders, sometimes HR uh, sometimes IT, to really figure out if this is the kind of investment that makes sense for their brand. Um, and and so that starts at the top level with um, getting the story out about how employee engagements uh, both impact uh, enterprise uh, goals as well as employee goals. And uh, we do a lot of that uh, through digital marketing, um, mostly webinars, ebooks, information, uh, where we go out and we mine from our customers the things that are working, uh, both the best practices and the benefits. And we share that as broadly as we can. We've got a couple hundred thousand people we reach uh, every month uh, through uh, those digital marketing mechanisms. And then the sales development team is really spending time on the telephone uh, answering particular questions about everything from regulations um, to social media policies. Uh, to certainly IT, 
uh, questions about how do you log in and how does this get set up. Um, and once we've found a good match where someone is very excited to move forward, we then pass uh, those folks on to the sales team uh, who work really closely with our customer care organization to make sure that uh, once uh, someone's decided to move in with employee engagement with our, our news app, um, that it, it is uh, configured, customized, and branded uh, to meet those the goals of that enterprise. Great. And if we rewind a little bit, and we you, you touched on this already, but if we look at the basics, what are some of the clear benefits of an engaged workforce? Yeah, there's actually a couple of very clear benefits. So the first one, if you think about it, is time. Um, again, employees in any modern enterprise today are looking at uh, intranets. They're looking at emails. They're looking at the company blog. They're looking at Twitter handles from the executives. They're looking um, uh, at HR systems. Uh, the list kind of goes on and on and on. It's difficult to look at all those systems to know everything you need to know. And so what our app does is it brings, uh, it aggregates all that information into a single feed. It allows the, the enterprise to, to say, these are the things my employees need to know today. Uh, and it makes it really simple and easy for them to access that information to know what's prioritized, and when it's appropriate, to share that information with their social networks as well. Um, so just just that amount of time that employees spend, and I think you've got it here in your, your notes, um, hours daily just sifting through email. Um, that's disengaging. No one really enjoys that, uh, it, and it takes a while to find the information. So that's, that's probably one of the, 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 the biggest first benefits that our customers see. Um, so you get that speed, you get faster action, employees know where to focus, they know what's important, they know what the executives are looking to do, and they know what's happening more broadly in, the net, in their network. Um, another key po point of this is aligning, again we talked a little bit about aligning to the employee, aligning and bringing work to life. You know, one of the things that we see consistently is that organizations use uh, intranets um, that were never really designed for news communication to send information to their employees. That and email are the primary methods. Um, and if you ask any employee how they'd like to get the information, well, they'd like to they'd like the enterprise to meet them where they are. For us, that means providing that kind of information in a mobile news app that they can read in two minutes a day while they're at line for coffee, uh, and they can know what's important and kind of move on. And they can access all the other um, applications they need when they need them, but they're not digging through lots of applications as well. And this saves lots of money for the enterprise in terms of making sure there's no confusion, there's no misunderstanding of what's happening. And the last benefit really here is uh, what a lot of people call employee advocacy. So once you have an engaged employee who has relevant content and you've answered the question, what do they need to know today, many uh, organizations will then make it easy for, for their employees to go ahead and share. Uh, there's tons of data around this. We, we pioneered this uh, enterprise uh, in this category about ten, uh, two years ago. And you'll see employees, their reach is more trusted. Uh, and it's about 10 times your brand's reach as well. So there's lots of, uh, lots of benefits for both the employee uh, and for the enterprise uh, with, uh, with uh, uh, what we call a news app, which drives more engagement. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the actual technology later. But I'm interested in um, the, the relationship between employee engagement and employee advocacy. And uh, you guys have created a piece of content uh, talking about how the employee engagement jump starts employee advocacy. Can you elaborate on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so over the course of about 100 of these um, uh, deployments of our technology, what we've seen is very simple. Em your average employee does not wake up and say, what do I need to share today? 
they wake up and say, what do I need to know today? And when you build uh, um, employee ad advocacy, employee engagement applications, if your goal is simply to get the employees to share, you will drastically limit your appeal to the employees and you'll limit your ability to roll out enterprise-wide, right? And so what we've said is without truly engaging your employee, you'll never get the benefits of employee advocacy beyond a small group of people who are already inclined to socially share. Typically, that's marketing and sales. Um, I think that the, it's a big miss for large and mid-sized enterprises to only look at what's usually less than 5% of their employees as, um, uh, as potential sharers of information. The other 90, 95% of your employees will not share. They're not naturally inclined to do so unless you give them something that's valuable to them. Because when you give them something valuable for them, for example, the news and content they need to know on any given day, then they're very likely to say, hey, my, my network would benefit from this, and they start sharing. And we've seen that time and time again. And so really what we've found is that you can't have one without the other, and you're very much better off starting by engaging your employees with the news and content they need rather than sending them information you want them to share with their personal networks. Yeah, okay, makes sense. And uh, what are the four steps of uh, launching an employee engagement and advocacy program in, uh, yeah, in around a month, 30 days? Well, about 30 days. So really what you want to do is you want to start with a group that is inclined uh, to learn more. Right, So you want to start with a motivated group. You want to sit down and you want to engage them with the kind of content, the information that they're looking for. So understand that. You want to provide it on a regular basis. So every day there's a place for them to go to see what the news and content is. You want to get their feedback very quickly right? so you can see both if they're in there, if they're reading the content, if they're sharing the content. Um, and we do things like support surveys in-app so you can start to get a sense of, of where they're headed for. Um, and you want to make sure that they're trained and that they're, they're under, they understand the social media policies, what to share, what not to share. Um, and if you can, as you do with our app, you, there's certain information you can and you can't share. Um, and then you really, and then you want to roll it out company wide. So sort of one, two, three, start small, very quickly get feedback on the content that the employees want, um, make sure they're trained on how to use the application or your process, uh, and then get feedback and roll it out. That's essentially what you want to start in the first 30 days. Hey, does it normally take 30 days? So I would imagine it sometimes would take a bit longer if it's a, it's a large organization. Absolutely. I mean, we've seen this a number of times. So larger organizations will start by um, looking company-wide and trying to find, um, you know, so who are the, the groups that would most likely to benefit from this. Uh, and then um, that's where we help. Where we tend we tend to stay more focused, and, and obviously as a, as a as a startup, we we work uh, pretty nimbly. So I think it depends. Size of organization is not always mean that goes slower. Uh, we've seen very large organizations move very quickly, um, simply by focusing uh, on where they think it's going to have the biggest impact, and then creating a desire in the other departments and other parts of the world to have this application uh, because it's available in Europe, for example, or it's available in the, the consumer packaged good division, right? Um, but yes, absolutely true. Sometimes uh, larger organizations work a little bit more slowly. Okay, great. And uh, so that's kind of how to do it. What are some of the um, typical pitfalls or mistakes that you see happening and that companies should avoid? 
the biggest the biggest one is providing information that you want them to share only. That's, we see that time and time again where there's a new product launch, there's a message from the CEO, there is um, uh, corporate social responsibility content. That is all great content, absolutely, and you want your employees to be aware of it. Um, but we see time and time again that people just put that content in there. So that's one. You want to look more broadly. You want to think what's on the mind of the employee, uh, things like what's happening internally, company culture, what's the competition up to, what's the, lo- the broader market landscape look like, and how is it changing. These are the kinds of things that employees want to read as well. So you have to, you have to really balance it with things you want them to share and things that they need to know. That's number one. Number two is they don't update the content frequently enough. Right? And if you think about it, it's actually pretty simple. If you want a news app and you want to keep your, your employees informed of the news, well, if they go back to the same application, they go to one day, they get some news. They come back to the application the next day, and it's the exact same information. You've probably lost a lot of them right away because they expect real-time updates. They expect the information to be curated, and they expect it to be timely. So that's probably number two is speed and, and making sure. And then uh, number three is make it easy, right? Um, the average, I think if you look at the average enterprise application user, if they can't figure out how to use your platform in 20 or 30 seconds, you probably lost them, right? Um, People are stretched for time. Uh, They have a very, very high bar for their consumer applications. If you look at something as simple as Yahoo Weather, it only does one thing, but it does it really well. It provides you the weather, right? Um, You look at things like Flipboard, Wonderful news magazine, very easy to use. You can get what you're looking for from a personal perspective. Um, and the average enterprise user is going to bring those expectations that are set very high um, by application providers on the consumer side. And they're going to, and they're, if they don't get that same experience, they're very unlikely to use it unless they're told to use it. They have to for things like HR, for example. So I think those are probably the big three. Yeah, and I think the third one, I think that an internet is is a classic example of. Uh, something that doesn't look very good, hasn't got a good user experience, and you're basically forced to use it. Yeah, and those, and those have been successful because of that, because you're forced to use it, right? If you need to get a page stub or you need to change your insurance policy or you need to file PTO, these are important things. Um, so there was never any impetus to make it user-friendly, right? Uh, people had to do it. Uh, I think when you see today is if you really, you, you have to think about your employees more like an audience, um, especially when they're large and, and, and widely dispersed. And again, that pressure from the consumer world is really putting a lot of pressure on enterprise apps to, to think about the user, designed from the user experience. Uh, just about every intranet out there has been designed to uh, ensure that people can get the information. But the, the idea of making it easy or uh, entertaining uh, or informative, for example, uh, those are not high on the, uh, on the list. Uh, and I think anybody who's used a corporate internet would, would say just about the same, with a couple of exceptions, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. And uh, if we look at, um, well, I, I read a, a case study on uh, on your site, actually, uh, with seven lessons from the big dog in employee engagement and advocacy. So it's um, some learnings from Nestle Purina, I think it's um, pronounced. Uh, can you share some, some of the learnings from, from, from that? Yeah, absolutely. So Nestle's uh, one of our largest customers. The Purina division um, is uses the app as well as other divisions as well. They're they're predominantly focused on the pet food uh, area as well. That's a couple of couple of key lessons. So employees are better at communicating certain messages. You know, uh, and I talked about it before. Your employees are trusted um, by the people they're sharing social networks. If you're talking about 
corporate social responsibility, and Purina does a ton of great stuff. It comes across so much better when the employee shares that they're doing things like taking care of for dogs or, or uh, uh, doing um, the kinds of things that a, a company should be proud of. When the employee shares that, hey, uh, we're, I'm excited to be a part of a company that's go out and doing things that are good for the world, um, it's so much more authentic than when the, when the company does it. When the company shares that, um, you know, there's some natural skepticism. When the employee's there actually, you know, going to the soup kitchen or raising money or doing a 5K run and they're really proud of it, those kind of messages come across so much better um, from the employees themselves. Uh, another big one, and I alluded to this as well, is feedback is, is crucial, right? Um, try, in trying to please and 10, maybe as many as 20,000 employees um, with the different kinds of news and content all of them would like to see in any given day. It's very difficult to predict that. And so what we've built into our application is the ability to survey, uh, to get feedback, and actually look at what content's being read and what content, how long folks are reading it for and, and how much they're sharing it. So, so to be able to get that feedback both um, digitally but also give the employees a chance to say what they're looking for, it's been huge because um, if you think about it, if you just produce news and content every day but didn't, of course, ask your audience if they were getting what they were looking for, you probably wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have a great news uh, program, right? Um, promotion's important too. I'll give you another quick one and then all of the, um, the lessons from Nestle Period are up online as well as many of our other customers. Um, but never stop promoting. Always be talking about this. When, when, we, when we first learned that um, Nestle Purina was actually doing things like hanging up posters in the break room and having a, a persistent button on the intranet um, and things like that. We And this was a couple of years ago. We were very excited to see that they're thinking about it as a marketing program. You're really marketing um, software and uh, news and content to your employees You the same way that the news uh, on television pops up and reminds you it'll be on at 6 tonight, right? There are important things they need to know every day. Um, and so to continually promote that, make sure your employees are aware that there's a value-add program and application here, uh, very important to watch uh, and, and to ensure that um, the usage and the growth continue and you get the productivity benefits that every enterprise is looking for. Great. Okay. So that's the, the big dog. Check it out on your website. Um, if you're looking at, uh, if we look at uh, how to measure results, so ROI, how do you measure and what, what is the ROI of increasing employee engagement? Yeah, there's a couple. I mean, I think the first thing is that you're going to see a more engaged in, in workforce. And, and if you read any of the research out here, certainly in the United States, but across the world as well, the, the number of disengaged employees ranges anywhere from 70 to as high as 90%, uh, which it means really is that employees are in there, they're not engaged with their work, they're not really sure what's going on, what's happening. Um, what this really leads to is lower productivity and higher attrition, right? So people do less and they leave more often. And any business leader will tell you those are two things that can kill a company. So what you really want to look for is people reading the information, understanding what the organization is, stands for and what the near-term goals are. And then you'd see um, more employees um, falling in line with those uh, with those vision, with those vision, those goals, and making sure that their work is um, aligned. Not just, not just the productivity benefits, uh, but also the speed at which uh, information gets moved around the organization, right? We talked about this a little bit earlier, but having to look at blogs and emails and intranets and HR systems and external blogs and list goes on and on, never mind, again, spending several hours in email to the, a day, just being able to get the information you need to know today 
And what we talk a lot about here at Social Course is surfacing the signals from the noise. So actually understanding what the organization wants you to do, what's happening more broadly, uh, gets you uh, as an employee to a place where your, your day starts earlier, you, you can get uh, more focus, and you actually can, can get a lot done. Right? Um, so productivity benefits, attrition benefits, um, as well as speed benefits. So I think those are the, those are the things that we tend to look at. And, and, and um, certainly the benefits actually go on from there. Again, a lot of people talk about employee advocacy. So you have a marketing and communications benefit in that employees are sharing uh, information with an audience about 10 times as big as your brand's audience. Um, so that'd probably be the big fourth one as well. We're marketing, uh, certainly, and communications leaders love to see the reach, the trusted reach, and the impact on positive sentiment. Great. Okay. So lots of different ways of measuring that. Now, if we look at um, technology, now there are there are plenty of uh, an employee advocacy platforms, uh, such as Dynamic Signal, LinkedIn have launched Elevate, Hootsuite have recently thrown their hat into the ring. Um, I don't know so much about the engagement space, but I, I would venture to guess there are a few options out there. What, what are some of the um, considerations for, for organizations when choosing uh, the, the right technology? Yeah, I mean, it really depends on your goals. I mean, it's actually pretty simple. All of those companies have done a good job creating employee advocacy apps. So if you want to get a couple hundred people in your company sharing company news and updates, th these are fine applications. Um, what we've said, and we learned this a couple years ago, that's why we redesigned our app uh, as well as our process uh, about a year ago. Uh, what we've said is that's great, but if you have ten or twenty thousand employees, even if you have a thousand employees, you're missing a huge opportunity to better engage not not only engage and grow the productivity in your organization, but to turn people who are not inclined to socially share into social sharers. Um, you will not do that with a, an app that's designed just to share. You'll turn off ten as many as ninety uh, percent of your audience. And uh, it takes a long time to turn somebody who's not inclined to share company information into um, a person who would share uh, if you don't engage them first. And so that's the big difference between this group um, uh, of applications that you see here is that they're all designed for one goal only, and they're very clear. We want you to share this information. And again, if you want to get a couple hundred people sharing socially, it's a fine app to do it. We're really trying to get thousands and tens of thousands of employees, and we've been able to do this, to engage with this application every day and to share maybe every other day. Um, those apps are designed to get couple hundred people to check in once a week and maybe share once a week. Um, and there's a couple of exceptions in there. But, you know, if you look at a company like LinkedIn, that's a little different. They're a bit of more of an ad network, right? So what they're really trying to do is to get your employees to engage more with LinkedIn. Um, but the rest of them uh, are really looking at creating social sharing apps. That's kind of the big difference. Okay. So, so you're, yeah, you're driving basically a daily daily habit daily routine for people to check in on a daily basis and hopefully share every now and then yeah exactly exactly whereas uh, the other the social sharing apps are designed for you to check in maybe twice a week and share every time uh, right. and really that's regardless of whether or not the information is valuable to you they want you to hit the share button yeah okay and uh, if we uh, look at uh, other success stories in the in this space employee engagement uh, technology are there, are there any companies that, uh, that stand out? 
Yeah, for sure. There's, there's, well, there's a ton. You can see them on socialcourse.com. Just click on our customers page. Uh, a couple that come to mind for me is uh, CDW. It's a big um, electronics uh, retailer here in the United States. And uh, the way they're running that program over there has been great. They, they did start, uh, again, a couple, about a year ago with social sharing. Um, but they very quickly took that group and, and, and changed the content up for other types of organizations, right? So they're looking at finance and IT and accountants and engineers, and they're using them purely as a news app. And, you know, these are groups that are typically not going to be inclined, not super socially savvy, like their first group, which I believe was marketing and sales. And what they found was that the marketing and sales folks who were sharing the other content actually were more inclined to read the content um, that was being engaged with, with the other parts of the organization. So a real nice story about you can start small with some sharing, but if you want to go broad in your organization and appeal to all different kinds of employees, uh, engage them with, with great content. And um, they're seeing some real good benefits uh, there, again, across not only sales and marketing, but finance, IT, engineering, accounting. Um, just they're feeling more connected to the organization. They're seeing the productivity and the speed of business uh, benefits as well. Um, slightly different story, I, another great one that I like as well about connecting your employees, getting them what they need to know today is Target, who when they launched uh, a new uh, product and a new partnership with Tom's of Maine, um, you know, it's a big retailer that does a lot for the environment, you know, they were very proud of it. And what they did was they used our application to share the press release and all the information with their employees first uh, before it hit the press. So it, it gave them uh, kind of this great employee engagement and advocacy story in the sense that the employees uh, had the information. They didn't read about it in the newspaper, right? They heard it from the company and leadership first. Um, then they, and because of that, they were more inclined to say, hey, this is new news. I'm very proud of this. This is something that's great about working at Target. Uh, I'm going to share this out as well. And so another good example of if you get the engagement first, and there's lots of different ways to do that. Uh, the share will come naturally, and it will be more authentic. Um, so a couple of great stories there, and there, like I said, there's a lot, ton more on, on socialcorus.com. Great. Okay. And if we look into the um, Social Chorus crystal ball, or, or Dave's crystal ball, what's, uh, what's the next big thing in, uh, that's going to happen in this space? Well, I think you'll see a lot of these vendors shift over to where we are now with engagement focus. Um, I think they're going to start to run into small deployments um, of just a couple hundred folks. So I think that, and that's already really happening. We're, we're getting a lot of folks chasing us. Um, I think that's one. I think then the next challenge for the vendors is to increase relevancy and to increase personal relevancy, right? And so that's certainly something we're very close to launching here at Social Chorus is the ability to say, you know, Jorgen, uh, you're in Europe, um, you're working in, let's say you're working in finance, um, and a couple of personal things about yourself. This is the information that's probably most applicable to you, and here's your opportunity to su subscribe to that information or not subscribe to it. Whereas I'm Dave, I'm on the West Coast, I'm in marketing in California, so I, I'm going to have different information that I'm looking for as well. So I think that relevancy and personalization component is going to be huge uh, in the sense that people or employees are able to kind of pull the information that they want very quickly and easily out of the system. And I think we're seeing things like location-based content personalization, um, as well as the ability uh, to measure this um, beyond just the share. Again, looking at the engagement that you're creating, getting feedback from employees, and then tying that to real direct ROI. Something we can do today uh, and something that you don't see a lot um, 
uh, from uh, the marketplace. So I think that's going to need to happen in 2016, and I think we're we're going to be excited to deliver it. Great stuff. Uh, what's your final word of wisdom? Employees do not wake up asking, what do I need to share today? They wake up saying, what do I need to know today? So if you want to engage your employees, answer the second question. Tell them what they need to know. Make it easy. Make it, make it simple for them and let them get back to their work. Uh, you ask if you want them to share, um, you need to pro- provide a lot of value, a lot more than what's happening in the market today. Great. Uh, where can people learn more about Social Chorus, um, employee engagement in general, and how can they connect with yourself? Sure. Uh, so check us out on socialchorus.com. We run monthly webinars uh, with folks like Nestle Purina. Uh, Carnival Cruise Line is up next. We've also got GoDaddy. Um, and we've recently had Florida Blue. So that's just in the last couple of months. Uh, check out those live webinars. They're also very interactive. You can ask questions, um, kind of like the podcast here today. Um, lots of reading and writing um, on the different topics. We've made the information around employee advocacy and employee engagement easy to search. So check out the site. Um, and if you want to reach me personally, I'm on Twitter at Dave Hawley33, uh, D A V E H A W L E Y. Three, three, uh, and I look forward to hearing from you. I do a lot of interaction on Twitter. Uh, I love talking to folks, so feel free to reach out and hit me up anytime. Great, thank you very much for your time today, Dave. Right, I hope you're feeling highly engaged now and ready to join us for the chorus. I mean, how could you refrain? Let us know on the hashtag SMKnowHow or just tweet us at LinkHumans. Before I sign off, let me just take this opportunity to ask you to nominate someone that really ought to be interviewed on this podcast. You can nominate yourself, you can nominate your your friend, your colleague. Uh, All I ask is that they are remotely um, related to digital and social marketing. Ping me names by emailing me at uh, jorgen at linkhumans.com, that's jorgen with a J, or simply tweet us uh, using the hashtag SMKnowHow or just at linkhumans. We'll pick it up from there. So thank you very much for listening to Social Media Know How. I'm your host, Jorgen of LinkHumans, signing off. And uh, for show notes and more, go to linkhumans.com slash podcast and check out the hashtag SMKnowHow. Thank you very much, and I'll catch you next time. Right, so I'm hoping you're feeling high...